Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Art of Relationships show. We're going to talk about one of your favorite subjects, maybe mine too, talking about sex, but also what if your partner is not really getting it or doing it for you? How are you going to handle it? And I'm going to talk about suggestions that are going to help you out right after this. So don't go anywhere with the Art of Relationships show. Stay tuned. everybody welcome back to the art of relationship show going to be talking about a uh subject if you will that um most people want to talk about sex right and especially in let's face it north america whatever um it might be a little more taboo which it should not be right we see billboards all over the place you know people get you know tied in, zoomed in, addicted to certain TV shows that have sex, a lot of sex scenes on it. And you're like, oh, fantasizing all over the place. But when it comes to actual sex, you might be disappointed And looking at, are your expectations too high? Or if something's not working for you and your partner is not hitting that specific spot that they're looking for, you know what, what are you doing about it? Do you kick that partner to the curb? Or how do you try to educate them into what you want? And we all know there's people left and right and all over the place, right? That will hit on, you know what, um, every little thing they want changed. Oh, you used to love this. Now you, the next day, you hate it. Now you love this. Now you hate that. And it's like, what the heck is going on? We're not talking about those type of individuals that are hit or miss all over the place, right? Um, it's about getting keyed into each other, getting keyed into your partner and what they enjoy sexually. We all know it depends on mood specific. And I talked about, um, you know, sexual compatibility before, but I want to get, take a different twist, if you will. And if your partner is not just working it for you, how do you handle it? And a lot of people are afraid there are two things I find, right, with uh, clients in my office when it comes to this situation is one thing, they're afraid to hurt their partner's feelings, so they won't say anything. Not a good idea. Second thing, they're completely rude. Oh, my God, you don't know what the hell you're doing, as an example, right? So they're very demonstrative. They're very belittling, degrading. Oh, man, we need to find somewhere in the middle or in this, in the middle, right? I'm twisting, like <laughs> my camera's twisting, but it's not. So, you know, how would you approach it, especially, you know, if you're in a long-term relationship and maybe the sex was okay and you assumed it would get better over time, right? Research stated over and over and over again that, you know, the best sex is in long-term relationships, right? And that you can read each other, you can communicate, you feel more at ease with each other. But this is a topic, you know what, it's 2021, almost 2022, and people are still afraid to talk about sex and talk about what works for them, okay? <clears throat> so a lot of people will go after, okay, well, I learned this maneuver, I learned this trick in porn, this is how I'm supposed to do it, so you're supposed to love it. 
and your partner's like, what the hell are you talking about, right? We have to look at the realities of porn, right? Camera angles, make things look bigger, look things look tighter, maybe more wet because of oils and all that, which is you can incorporate that in your uh, sex repertoire as well. Um, but you have to look at um, a lot of porn might be inaccurate, right? And I, I even tell people, right? Porn can be used as a teaching aid. Absolutely. But you got to be realistic. Hey, maybe we could try this position. Maybe we could try that. I would love it if you did something like this. Use it as a training mechanism, but don't, please don't go by it like it's a instructional manual, okay? You're supposed to do this and your partner's going to love it just because you saw it on porn. That's where the, you know, challenges come in. That's where the problems come in. Well, you're supposed to like it. You're a woman and this porn star loved it. So you're supposed to love it. Hell no, people, right? You have to get tied in to your partner and what works for them. Okay. And again, this is not a, you know, specifically right, wrong type of situation. It, it's, you know, learning what works for you. Okay. So, um, you go in there. Yeah, I'm doing it like, you know, I'm doing it like that, just like that porn. So you're supposed to write like it. So I'm doing it right. Right. <laughs> open up people, be open, be honest, what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And also, and I ask people, um, all the time, are you able to own what you do in a relationship? Are you able to hear the truth from your partner? What isn't working? And maybe what they like, what they don't like, especially when it comes to sex, right? And we're going to get into, um, you know, where did you learn about pleasing, right? Where did you learn about pleasing your partner? Number one. And number two, where did you learn about what pleases you? A lot of people might talk about, and I'm all for it, right? Self-gratification, masturbation, self-play. You learn what you like, what you don't like. But let's be honest, right? Our touches, if you will, might be different than somebody else's, right? The way our hand, our finger feels is going to be different than somebody else's, right? And that's where the mystique and, oh, my God, it feels so much better when somebody else does it, right? That we can teach and we can be incorporate that into our lovemaking, into our sex lives and make it more pleasurable, right? So let me go back to where did you learn how to please, right? Where did you learn how to please a partner? Let me ask you that. Were you told? Again, I'll throw up. Did you learn it from pornos? Did you learn it from your best friend? Did you learn it from an uncle or a cousin? Whatever down the street. Oh, yeah, you like this. You like, they like this. Men love this. Women like this. Everybody is different. That's where I want you to get more specific what your partner enjoys, right? There might be some things that some people might enjoy a little bit. Um, some women might like their labias, their lips played with, sucked on, ooh, caressed with your tongue, your lips. Oh, baby. <laughs> they might love that. And you know what? Some women might hate that. It might irritate them. So it's going after and communicate, oh, don't do that, but do this. And look at, are you, oh, fine, screw you. I can't ever please you. And people start, you know what, the tit for tat, and they start bashing the other person for trying to teach you what they like and enjoy. You should be honored that they're willing to teach you, okay, that you want to learn. And again, those that want to teach, be proud, be appreciative of those that us, that we want to learn to be better lovers for you, okay? 
So again, it comes down to being open, being honest about what you want from sex, right? How you want to be touched, what works for you. And everybody, you know, there's people in the S&M, B&D. There's some people that are more conservative, right? More maybe soulful, that type of aspect, more loving, nurturing. And that's all they are. It's about learning what works for each one of you. And are you able to hear the truth about what is, you know what? I don't like this. This hurts. Uh, well, you're supposed to like this because my ex used to love it. Don't ever say that, people, okay? <laughs> Don't ever say, compare to an ex-partner, okay? Um, hey, hey, Shaban, um, but don't ever compare. Well, my ex used to love this. I, my ex would, you know, scream when I did this in ecstasy. Right there, your sex is over, time out, done. It's not even time out, game over, right? When you start comparing your partner, you can say, man, I love it when you touch me like this. I would love it when you touch me, lick me, suck me, kiss me, do me like this. I would love that. That's where I want you to go after it, not compare, well, my ex used to do this. My ex did this and I loved it. Now you're starting to, how many people would love to hear that? Some people would be, okay, cool, man. I want to be the best you've ever had. Like uh, my voice tone, right? John Legend, tonight, the best you've ever had. I want you to teach me to be the best you've ever had. And it's not a right or wrong. I want to learn. I'm confident enough to say I might not be the best you've ever had. I want to be the best you've ever had. Instead of hanging your head low or getting angry and upset, and mad at your partner for wanting you to be a better lover. Why should you be upset and mad about that? Because of your ego, your pride gets in the way. And this is not a gender issue, people. It's an individual issue, right? There's some men, I'm one of them, that I'm all about, teach me, teach me your ways. You know, I'm all about that. I want to please you however I can, right? And there's some women that are all about that. Oh, I love you know, love, I want to be lover you've had, and I want to be great. I want to be all this for you. And then there's some women and men, right? Oh my God, they get mad. They get irritated. They get defensive when you try to say, or, Hey, could you do this? I would love this better. Again, do not get into comparing ex partners. Okay. Some people can handle that. Some can't. So you have to be very careful and know your partner and what, you know, what works for them with the personality aspect, right? When you're going to try to teach, again, do not attack. Like I said, I gave examples. Man, I'd love it if you did that in the heat of the moment, you know, faster, faster, slower, slower, you know, firmer, firmer, whatever, lighter, lighter. Great, terrific, right? But after the sexual event, is over or how you want to, you know, increase your sexual pleasures, right? We're all for that. I want you to be able to, you know, even after, hey, I'd like it if you try to do this, you know, and you can talk about it after a sexual event or when you both have time and it's non-defensive. It's more of an instructional um, time, if you will, versus a uh, destructive, that you're ripping each other apart. You're criticized. Oh my God, you don't do this. You're terrible at this. You're That is not going to bring about connection and closeness in the sexual realm, any realm, let's face it. So I want you to bring, to be able to teach, not criticize, not rip each other apart. And let's be honest, there are times where that person 
just is not what we're looking for sexually, right? And it doesn't matter. They're not willing to learn or be taught or they don't want, you know, they're unwilling, they don't want to, or they just can't, and it's just not them. It's about the sexual compatibility. So there's a difference between wanting to learn and the ability to learn. Now, when it comes to sexual pleasure, I want you to sort of narrow it down, okay? Is it about physical, meaning technique, at sexual technique, or is it about the emotional connection that gets in the way. Maybe your partner is just all about pounding you, pounding you, right? Bam, 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 bam. And you're like, <laughs> you know, but, and you're not getting any pleasure from it, right? It's all about them. They're teaching you like, um, hey, hello. Hey, Angie, I appreciate you showing up. So it could be a situation of, you know, they're pounding you, ramming you, ramming you, ramming you, and your head's flying back and they think you're enjoying it. And you're like, what the hell's this guy doing, right? <laughs> or maybe your partner with the strap on, right? Let's face it. So you'd be able to look at it. What is going on? So you have to be able to teach what is happening from the USA. Yeah. Woohoo. <laughs> so you have to look at, you know, what is going on and be able to tell your partner what is happening. And that might be do, doing you, but it's doing something for you. But actually, it's not doing anything for me. I'm not getting any pleasure from it. You might have learned that, like I said, in a porn video and just pounding and slamming. But you know what? That ain't working for me. It's not doing anything for me except annoying me. So be open and be honest and be able to communicate. You know, is it physical or technique wise or is it on the emotional connection that you're looking at? Like your partner's just, you know, like you're a sex slave. Maybe you want to role play that. Great. Terrific. Right. But it's also looking at, you know, do you want to just be a piece of meat? Do you want to be a piece of ass? Do you want to just be a sex toy? And that's all you feel like. And the emotional connection is gone. So when the emotional connection during sex is not there, the eye to eye contact, the vibe, you can feel each other's breath. You can hear each other's moan and are into it. You're getting pulled closer and tighter to one another. Ooh, I'm getting all hot now. So um, I need a cold shower. But looking at when you come from that element, okay, you look at and break it down. Is it the emotional connection or is it technique or the physical element that is not working for you? And now you can isolate and help. Maybe it's both, right? Maybe the person does not even have a clue. Hey, Yahani, I appreciate you. Um, everybody joining in in the chat. You can also join the chat live below and YouTube on Facebook as well, people. And I definitely appreciate you uh, tuning in. From Canada. Yeah, I love Canada. Right across the river from us, actually, depending where you're at in uh, Canada. Um, in Detroit here. I know Windsor's right across the river, but looking at, and I grew up in Port Huron and Sarnia's up, uh, up that way too. So being able to look at that, you know, breaking it down is going to be very, very useful to you and your partner. I want emotional connection. I always feel like, you know, you're doing me, but you're not present. You're not there why we're making love. You're not looking at me. Maybe you're not talking to me saying, I love you. Oh God, you're so hot. I love being inside of you or I love being on you. I love, you know, sucking you, licking you, whatever it is that you're present with your partner. And are you able to be able to go after it and increase that emotional entity? And the emotional entity, like I said, can be enhanced as well through the physical, 
like I said, the eye to eye contact, right? Maybe the verbal expressions as well. So look at what is it? Is it technique wise, physical, or the emotional? And how many women have been out there, right? Been with men trying to fondle around. And you're like, this person, this guy, he has no clue what the hell he's doing. He thinks he's doing stuff, right? He's like, his head's all bobbing around, uh, doing whatever. And you're like, oh my God, this is just not, why would you suffer through that, women? Why would you do that? Hey, whoa, whoa, stop for a minute. This is what I like. Can you teach them? Or are you going to maybe feel like you're going to waste your time? And like I said a few minutes ago, there are times where, you know what, I know in my gut, I don't want to teach, you know, I tell people all the time, you know, even when I taught college classes years ago, I do not want a virgin, no disrespect to virgin, just where I'm at in my life, you know, are the foundations there, what you're looking for, is there a little bit of stuff that you can grow and evolve, and you're not going to be perfect for everybody sexually, no, you learn from each other, right, what you like, your moods, your energies, your vibe, how you move, how your body moans and groans and flows, right? You learn that. But are the foundations and a little bit there, I don't want to have to trial and error uh, everything, right, at my age. Um, you get me? So you look at what is important to you about sexual pleasure. Do you know what it is? Do you know what you like? Are you able to teach it and not ridicule and bash your partner for it? And let's face it, if your partner is unwilling to learn, gets defensive, I want you to be able to look at, is it my approach? Am I attacking them? Or am I speaking, hey, I would love it if you do this. You know what? I, I'd love us both to be pleased. That would be a great, I'd love us to both be pleased sexually. And I want to make, make sure I'm pleasing you. This is what I need. And if your partner doesn't care about you being pleased sexually, I'm going to ask you, why are you with them, right? Unless you both don't care about being pleased sexually. That happens. Again, there's no judgment. It's unless that doesn't matter to you, that's okay. But if it does matter to you or matters to your partner, my question is, why would you be with someone that doesn't really care about you being pleased sexually? Why would you do that to yourself? It's not easy, right? After you have, right, kids, money entangled, maybe you got a house together, People look at, you know, oh, just leave. It's not that simple. But I want you, and I'm going to be honest, I want you to ask that question. Are Why are you staying there when someone doesn't care about your sexual pleasure? Or, you know, let's face it, your emotional ple pleasure, which goes hand in hand on those aspects, okay? Another aspect, you know, about being emotionally there, I talked about being present emotionally, right? Another thing is about being able to read body language, okay? I hit on this a couple minutes ago about moans and groans, about moving into something versus moving away from something. Oh, that hurts or, oh my God, gr grab it and you're grabbing his ass or, you know, whatever. You're, oh my God, I just love this. Are you able to express that and read your partner's body language? What if your partner does has a lack of body language? Does that mean that you are doing something wrong you're doing something that's not pleasurable or that your partner has a hard time expressing or communicating their pleasure. So we have to be able to look at, you know, what is going on? Is it within us? I'm all about that. Am I doing something that's not pleasurable or pleasing? Or is it my partner that is reluctant or 
unable to communicate or is shy or doesn't want to hurt my feelings. These have to be talked about. And if this does not ever get talked about and the boat gets sort of rocked a little bit, the relationship will be stagnant. It's not going to go anywhere and you're just going to be blocked. And I'm not talking, you know, talking right now about sexual pleasure and pleasing. Absolutely. But it's going to cut across all elements in your relationship, even outside the sexual realm, right? If you're upset, if you feel disrespected or not loved, not desired, not important, how are you going to communicate that if you have a hard time communicating that, right? And some people can communicate that, but they might not be able to communicate about their sexual needs and pleasures what they like, what they don't like. Okay. Um, so we need to be able to, you know, grow up a little bit, try to work on our shyness and our sexual maturity. I call it to be able to talk about this stuff and talk about anything about being pleasing. Okay. So what areas again are troublesome? What would bring you more pleasure sexually? Is it technique? Is it physical aspect? Is it that maybe it's, about exploration, that you want to try new things and your partner's sort of like same old, same old type of situation, right? Some people are, that's good for some people. Some people, it isn't, right? Sometimes it's okay. It depends on our energy level, how tired we are, how excited we are, where we're at, that type of situation, who's around us, those type of situations. So again, it is not a uh, right or wrong Tiana, oh, I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Um, I appreciate everybody tuning in um, on YouTube, Facebook, and everything else. So I want you to be able to look at, you know, are you able to communicate what you're, what's happening, what you need sexually to make it better, to make it more exciting, to make it more fulfilling, to make it more pleasing, okay? And the number one thing that is about bringing up sexual desire is pleasure. Let's face it, I talked about this on a show a while ago, that sexual desire was not or is not what a lot of people think, right? The number one is, you know, that creates sexual desire is pleasure, being pleased and being cared about, right, in a sexual realm. So what are you doing and where are you going next in your sexual life? Where do you want to take it? And is your partner on board with that? And are you on the same page, right? Can you communicate that? And some people even have a hard time verbalizing it. I get it, right? Can you write it down? People are great at texting, right? But we all know text gets taken out of context a lot. Can you maybe try texting? Hey, I'd like to talk about our sex life. A lot of people, hey, I want to talk about the kids. They have no problem about that. Hey, yeah, what's up? I want to talk about our, our sex life improving our sex life. Whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, they're shy, they're timid. So I want you to be able to look at, hey, can you bring it up and start? Hey, I'd like to talk about our sex life. Would you be able to do that? Like it's nothing, like it's talking about the kids, the bills, uh, talking about what you want to eat for dinner. Why does sex have to be so taboo and so anxiety provoking? I want to reduce those. I want to lower those aspects. So look at you know, what areas are working for you, what works for your partner. And like I said, at the beginning of the episode, right, there might be guys still out there shamefully, I'm saying shamefully, still think that women love to be pounded all the time, like in pornos. And they keep, oh, this woman, this porn star loved it, acted like they loved it. 
That doesn't mean every woman loves it. That doesn't mean any women love it. That might mean one woman loves it. The other woman doesn't. Do not teach, or I should say, sorry, do not promote and do not go after and take the stance that all men like the same things, all women like the same thing. That is so not true. Be specific. Be specific what you want, what you desire, and what your partner desires as well in the sexual aspect. So touch on technique slash physical attributes and touch on the emotional soulful connection. And I talk about the mind, body, heart, and soul of sex and what areas need improving within you, okay, within your life. And what's getting in the way with that? And a lot of people might say a partner, right? I need someone to do it with. <laughs> I get that, okay? Um, or if you're in a relationship that's stagnant and your partner doesn't care about your sex life and it's important to you, you might need a different partner, okay? I know it's not easy and I can be blunt at times. I'm blunt with clients, but I'm also very compassionate and caring. That's why I want to help people out there. That's my passion to try to help people have the relationship and the sex lives they crave and also try to promote self-love and self-respect, okay? So make sure you check me out, the Art of Relationship show um, every Wednesday right here, live, Facebook, YouTube. You can check the audio version um, all over the place, Spotify, Audible, uh, Amazon, iTunes, you name it, Google Music, all over the place, okay? The audio version and the video right here, the show is uh, the video versions always available on YouTube on Facebook uh, under Detroit's Love Guru on YouTube, The Art of Relationship Show. And I appreciate everybody out there. Again, my website, theartofrelationships.org. Any show tips, any show ideas you want me to talk about, please send me an email, send me a message on YouTube, Facebook, wherever. Um, I want to make this show as lively and as entertaining, plus, more importantly, educational for as many people out there, okay? So, Take care, everybody. Peace and love to everybody out there.